0: Thank you very much. You all did an awesome job. I want to talk about the keys to experiencing manifestations. When God put on my heart that 2024 was going to be a year of experiencing and great manifestations, the first thing I asked him was, is it just going to be you doing all of this? What part do we have to play when, when I saw the marvelous things, the great things? Thank you for, I see so many new faces. Welcome. Thank you, guys. Good to see you. I asked him, what part do we have to play to see all these things you're showing me come to pass? Because I know that working with God is such that when God shows you something, He has His part to play. But we also, we have our part to play. And so this morning, that's the thing I want to bring to us, the keys, what we must understand that our part is to see the great and mighty things that God wants to do for us in 2024. Numbers chapter 23 verse 19, He says, God is not a man that He should lie. God is not a man. God only became a man because of us, but God is not a man. He says, it's not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. Has he said, and will he not do it? Or has He spoken, and will he not make it good? Second Corinthians chapter four, verse 18. These are foundation scriptures. He says, "Why we do not look at the things which are seen? But are the things which are not seen. He says for the things which are seen are temporary. Every condition, every state that you're in, everything that is going on with you right now can change. That is what basically that was saying right there. That everything can change. He says the only things that don't change are the things that are eternal. But as far as it is something that you can see that is visible, it can change. So don't ever be overwhelmed by what is going on and think, oh, manifestations. Oh, it's going to be for that sister. It's going to be for that brother. You don't know how long my situation has been. You don't know how long I have been in this state. Oh, it will not happen. That's not what the scripture says. The scripture says that everything that we can see. Everything that is visible can change. And then Matthew chapter 19 verse 26. But Jesus looked at them, Jesus himself looked at them and said to them, With men this is impossible, but with God all, not some, all things are possible. The question is, who are we with? Because it says there, with God. So for all things to be possible for you and I, we have to choose to be with God, right? Because that's what the scripture says there. So declaring this year as a year of manifestations is what is manifestation? What does it mean? Just looking at the, at, at the dictionary, it says manifestation means to appear. So some things are going to be appearing, good things are going to be appearing in our lives this coming year. Manifestation means to display. How many of you want God to put you on display? I want that. God is going to put up all of us, the Ark Fellowship and every man, every woman, every boy, every girl. God wants to put us on display. Manifestation means to be visible. How many of you, I don't want to be hidden anymore. All the gifts in me, gifts in me, I don't want it hidden in 2024. If it's to prophesy, I want to prophesy. If it's to be that prayer warrior, that's what I want to be. If it's to be a great teacher, that's what I want to be. Whatever God has put in you, whatever God has put in me, is going to be visible on display in 2024. And then it says to be unveiled. It looks like the enemy has put a veil on a lot of us. The veil of lack. The veil of sorrow. The veil of always being under the circumstances. No, we are going to be above Amen. the circumstances in 2024. it's time to be unveiled. Amen? It's our season for change. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1, it says, To everything there is a season. We can't just be in a season that is lack, worry, and being under, and pain, and crying all the time. There's a season for that. When God allows that is to grow us, or sometimes it's because we made a mistake and God is pun- not punishing us. God is just correcting us. But it's only for a season. It's not supposed to be for the rest of your life. The Israelites, when they were camping, they didn't stay. You're not supposed to stay in the wilderness. The wilderness is only for a short number of days. You are moving on and you go through the valley of the shadow of death. And you go into your promised land. You go into your plenty. You go into your paradise. For every season. There is a season for everything. A time for everything. 2024 is a time for us to appear. It is a time for us to be displayed. It is a time for you and I to be visible. To be a voice for the Lord. Amen. Amen. The enemy cannot keep us shut anymore. We all have a voice, and 2024 is when the world will hear your voice, the world will hear my voice. The world, the enemy will hear your voice in the name of Jesus. First Samuel chapter two, verse eight. The Bible says He raises the poor. The poor can be raised. He raises the poor from the dust. And he lifts the beggar from the ash hip to set them among princes and make them inherit the glory, the throne of glory. He says, why? He says, because the pillars of the earth are the Lord. The Lord owns everything. He's in charge. So he can lift who he wants to lift. He can carry you from dust and put you above to sit with princes. He can lift and he can make. And he can set you. That's what he says here. He says he will lift the beggar. He will raise the beggar. He will lift the beggar. He will set them and he will make them. That is the God that we serve. Amen? Amen? Even the devil knows that things can change. He told Jesus, change the stones to bread. So even the enemy knows that things, situations in your life and in my life can change. And we see it all over the Bible. I wrote some of them down here. Water was changed to wine by Jesus. A barren woman named Hannah became a joyful mother of children. Joseph went from the prison to the palace. Abraham went from being childless to being the father of all nations. Gideon, who was fearful and afraid, hiding, became a victor that won armies and became a leader for God's people. A poor widow that was forgotten, a poor widow. You remember her, the widow of Zarephath. All she had was a little bread and a little flour to make bread and go and die. God turned it around because she was willing to give to the prophet and she had enough. Dead Lazarus was brought back to life. Every dead situation. Naaman, the leper. Leprosy cannot be healed. But the leper was made clean and whole. We read the Bible today, the, one third of the epistles was written by a man who was a Pharisee, who everybody was afraid of, killed all the Christians and, and trying to make Christianity go away. God turned him and changed him from a killer, a murderer of Christians to one who wrote more than half of, of the epistles that we read today. So what situation do you have that God cannot change? What is it? Can it be harder than what of some of these examples I gave? I want to get you to be ready for 2024. That's why I'm bringing this message. So that we can think and realize that I don't have to be in the situation that I'm in. It can change. Then I started looking, okay God, what was the running theme? Among all, this, all these stories that I was reading, all these, the barren women, Joseph, Abraham, water turned to wine, Gideon, Lazarus, the widow, the father, Nehemiah, all of, I mean, there are, the Bible is full of stories. And I started to notice something. There was a running theme. That's what I want to share with all of us this morning. And to share that, I want to go to a story in the Bible in Ezekiel chapter 37. And I'm going to read from verses 1 to 10. Just bear with me because in this story we are going to stay here. We're going to park here this morning and just go through some things here. Amen. Verse one to ten. It says, The hand, and then if you if you're taking notes, everything you see in in highlighted in yellow, please write it down. Because those are the things I'm going to be talking about. The hand of the Lord came upon me, Ezekiel the prophet talking. It says, the hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley. And it was full of bones. Then he caused me to pass by all of them around. And behold, there were very many in the open valley. And indeed, they were very dry. And he said to me, son of man, can these bones live? So I answered, O Lord God, you know. Again, he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, surely I will cause breath to enter into you and you shall live. I will put sinews on you and bring flesh upon you, cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise. And suddenly a rattling. And the bones came together bone to bone. Verse 8. Indeed, as I looked, the sinews and the flesh came upon them. And the skin covered them over. But there was no breath in them. Also he said to me, prophesy to the breath. Prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath. Thus says the Lord God, come from the four wings, O breath, and breathe on this slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath came to them, and they lived, and stood upon their feet, an exceedingly great army. In here... These 10 verses are everything we need to see our God manifest like crazy in our life this year, 2024. The first thing we see here in verse 1, it says, The hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out, what? It was in the Spirit. In the Spirit, not in the flesh. In the Spirit. The first thing we must know in 2024 is that the holy spirit has to be in charge He has to nothing we can do without the holy spirit the bible says not by power is not by mind is by the spirit yeah. we cannot do anything in 2024 in the flesh no one will have manifestation if you are a carnal christian god will not bless you and make this manifest for you to go serve the devil God will do great and mighty things for us when we remain in the Spirit because it was the Spirit that brought the prophet into the, into the valley. So the Holy Spirit was the primary driver here. He was the one giving the instructions. We have to walk in the Spirit to hear the Spirit. Common sense should not be common in 2024. You have to have spiritual sense. Common sense leads you to common things. Spiritual things takes you to spiritual things. For you to be supernatural, 2024, you have to be willing to do things that don't make sense. Because God is going to be instructing you, God is going to be instructing me. And we'll go through some things. When God instructs, because his ways are so much higher than our ways, and his thoughts so much higher than our thoughts, the instructions of God will never make sense to you. But when you are in the Spirit, the Bible says eyes cannot see, ears cannot hear, heart cannot understand what the Lord has for us. It says, but it is only those that are in the Spirit because the Holy Spirit will reveal it to you. So the Holy Spirit is the first key to seeing manifestations. Romans chapter 8 verse 14 says, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. John chapter 16 verse 13 says, however, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all the truth. For he will not speak of his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will hear stuff and he will tell it to you, but you have to have ears that can hear. He will speak and he will tell you of things to come. Amen? Amen. Now we're going to look at the bones. The Holy Spirit took him to the valley of the bones. And in verse 2, he says, He caused me, the Holy Spirit caused me to pass by them all around. And behold, there were very many. Like I said, the Bible is very good at describing things. He could have said there were many bones. But he says, no, there were very many. And then he went on again to describe the bones. And he said, indeed, they were very dry. God doesn't hide situations. God here made the prophet to see that there were bones, there were very many bones, and they were not just dry, they were very dry. Acknowledging the situation that is at hand is not lack of faith. I want to say that again. Acknowledging that you have a lot of issues. And that the issues have been going on for a long time to the point now that they are like dry and it doesn't seem like there will ever be life in it. Acknowledging that is not lack of faith. And I will tell you why. Because when you deny it, or when you excuse it, or when you minimize it, what you're saying is that you can handle it. When I I see you in the morning and I say good morning, brother, how are you doing? I say hi. I, I'm uh, what did they say? Blessed and highly favored. But meanwhile, you've not paid your bills. You don't know if you told me that day if I could give you a check to pay your bills. I did that for a long time. And when God opened my eyes to this, I was like, oh my God because the state of things when you admit it that's when you can go for help when you admit it that's when you are say god these bones are too dry for me to even try to put life in are you hearing me admitting and say my marriage is not working pastor how can i get help that's how you get help to get your marriage straight You fight all the way from home to the parking lot and then when you come into the church, nobody's going to know to help you. God will send help through man. God will lay it on people's heart to help you. But if you say I'm blessed and highly favored, meanwhile, you know what you need, you won't get the help. So when the Holy Spirit took the the, the prophet to the valley, he made him walk around. Walk around. We don't know how long he walked around those bones. And he made him realize that these bones are very many. Then he walked around a little bit more and said, Not only are they many, they are very dry. Admitting what is going on. Admitting what is going on abuses in homes, not here, thank God, because I know a lot of us here, but I've seen, I walk in a field where you see, you've see, seen a patient, you know what I'm talking about, Red Tower. You've seen this patient for, for years and years and years. All of a sudden, somebody, the husband or whatever, k- k- killed her or whatever happened. They never want to open their mouth. You have to ask for help. People, God put us together so we can help each other. The stone that was in front of Lazarus' grave, it was somebody that pushed it away. Somebody had to help push it away. Acknowledging that you are dealing with something is not lack of faith. Now, there's another extreme end to that. Lamenting, lamentation versus faith. If all you do is lament, and you are told what to do and you don't do it, then don't lament. Don't say it to anybody. Because there are some people too, what, they, just, they, they will tell you everything and then you tell them what to do. They won't do it. And the next time you see them, for the next three years, it's the same issue. That's the same thing they'll tell you next month, they'll tell you next year, three years, the same thing. And what they need to do, they don't attach God to it for the situation to change. That is what they call lamentation. And we don't want to be people who lament. We want to be women and men of faith for manifestations to come. Because when things are going on, one of the keys is as a believer, when you realize and you will see it in this thing, God said to him, can this bone leave? He said, "God, only you know, because there are sometimes the situations are so overwhelming. You are praying, you know that God can do it, but honestly, you are not sure it will ever change. And that's what the prophet. This was a human response. He knew that by him it couldn't happen, but he knew that God." Coming into it, the power of God, coming into that situation can change. And he said, God, this one is more than what I can even think or it can be done. I don't know. Only you know. So there are some situations that we are in that we don't know what to do. But God will give instructions. Once you tell him, God, only you know. You are not saying, Lord, it is outside my power. I don't have the strength. I don't have the power. You are not saying that he is God and you are not. And so when you tell him that and he tells you what to do, you'll be ready to do it. That's the key to manifestation right there. You've not been able to pay bills that are piling high like the widow. God says, that little one that you have, give it away. Or the Naaman, the leper, rich commander of the army of Syria. He, I mean, in fact, the king wrote a letter to the prophet to say, "This is my, this is my commander. We hear that you can heal people in Israel. Heal him." And then the prophet didn't even leave, come out. He sent his servant, the hazard, to meet the, the Naaman, and says. Uh, my, my boss, the, the prophet, says, go and dip in the river Jordan seven times. Does that make sense? Here is the commander of the army with, with a letter from the king, with gifts, you know, wanting to prove that he is, he's is powerful. And the prophet didn't even leave his room to come out. If not for that little slave girl that said, just do what he told you to do. He was going to go back with his leprosy. That's why I'm saying God will give you instructions that will not make sense. And wait, wait, it's not over. If he had gone to that river and dipped six times, would he be clean? What am I talking about? It's perfect, complete obedience. Partial obedience is disobedience. Complete, when God says, put your head upside down, just an example, put it upside down. And I'm asking God to do some amazing things. I already am hearing testimonies. We are a praying church. God has begin to is beginning to show people things. And I'm believing for more of that where you will see visions. You start having dreams. That God will so pour out his spirit on us as a church. That our very lives, when we appear, just our presence, things will begin to manifest in people because God is manifesting it in us. The human response of the prophet was, God, only you know. Moses was the same thing in Exodus chapter 14, verses 13 to 15. Moses was overwhelmed. Here he is, leading four million people in the wilderness, leading them into the wilderness. And here's the river uh, the, 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 the river before him, the sea before him. And he, he was like, God, how can this ever happen? And then God gave instruction. The instruction, who, who would stretch out a rod? A rod in front of a raging sea? What am, what am I trying to tell us here? Don't expect God to make logical sense. That's why I'm bringing all these examples for you. That in 2024 for your manifestation, one of the keys is for you to be so sensitive to the Holy Spirit that you can hear instructions that don't make sense and you are willing to obey them. Obedience. Ezekiel chapter 37 verses 4 and 6. Again he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, O oh, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, Surely I will cause breath to enter into you, and you shall live. That's God giving instructions now, right? Verse 6 says, I will put sinews on you, and bring flesh upon you, cover you with skin, and put breath in you. And you shall live. then you shall know, <laughs> that I am the Lord. That's God speaking. Did the bones change at that time? God was giving instructions and God was saying exactly the same words. But did anything happen to the bones? Everything God is saying to you here. Until you say it too, it, it will just remain words on the paper. That's what this is showing us. The bones never changed when God was giving the instructions and speaking words. And so what I did this year, with this, when this hit me really hard, I said, you know what? We've always done just prayer points when I fast. This year, we're going to be making declarations. And each day, there are declarations, five declarations for each day. So you're going to read the scripture for the day, the short devotional for the day, the prayer. And then we're going to be making declarations based on scripture. Because until you agree, when you declare you are saying, God, I agree with your word. And that is what the prophet did. It was when he started to prophesy. Let's go there. He says in verse in verse seven and eight. He says, So I prophesied as I was commanded. So it was when he started to make the declarations. That's when there was a noise. That's when the bones came together bone to bone. That's when the sinews and the flesh came upon them. And that's when the skin covered them over, but there was no breath. So when God starts to do manifestations, again, I kind of alluded to this when I talked about harvest. Sometimes it comes first as a blade. And then it comes up as an ear before the full head of corn. Because as you can see here, it didn't just, all of a sudden, it wasn't just an army all of a sudden. When he started to prophesy, first there was a rattling. And then after the rattling, the Bible says, then bones started coming to bones. Bones meeting their own bones that were already scattered. The hip, left hip came and joined with the right hip. So when things start to manifest in 2024, it might not start all at once. It might not just appear all of a sudden. It might just be God showing you one little thing here, one little thing there, and shaking some things here. But you have to be, again, that's why I said the Holy Spirit is the driver here. You have to be in the spirit to know that it is God that is doing something. That this rattling, even if it looks like the enemy is making so much noise. Much more noise than he ever made before. You know that he's making all that noise because the bones are coming together. And the noise he's making is to try and stop those bones. And so you guys in the spirit, even when things begin to go crazy, you know that God is doing something. So no matter the rattling you hear in 2024, don't be moved. God is putting the bones together. And it's going to be bone to bone. It's going to be flesh on the bone. So it's going to be in stages. There are some that will happen supernaturally. But if it doesn't happen supernaturally, don't think God is not doing something. But the most important thing, if you must hear me, hear me today. The most important key is for you to be in the spirit. Pastor alluded to it this morning, Adam, and said there is an urgency in the spirit. This is not the time for us to be just ordinary Christians. You cannot, you cannot even afford it. Not in the times you are living in. This church, we have made everything available. We are, every day of the week, this morning, people were here praying. Every day of the week, from six o'clock to seven, people are here praying. Every Monday midnight, we are praying. On Sunday at 9 o'clock, we are praying. 6 o'clock on Monday, we are praying for freedom in Christ. There's opportunities for you to join in and to improve and to increase your prayer life. On Wednesdays here, Pastor Roy brings messages. You have to be discipled. On uh, Sunday, morning, Sunday school, there is Sunday school. There are ample opportunities, but we have to take advantage of it. We have to get up in the morning on Sunday and come to church to hear the word. We have to make ourselves available for prayer. We have to have, if you don't, we have to do it. Listen, when Joshua was going in Joshua chapter 1 from verse 1 to 3, when he was going into Jericho, they said Jericho, if you read the history, Jericho's wall was so wide, five chariots, Five chariots could stand on that wall and not be hidden on each other. And God had told them, go and take Jericho. When they got there and they stood in front of that wall, do you imagine the fear that must have struck their heart? But what did Joshua, the leader, do? He went to God and said, God, how do we... I mean, Jericho, the Bible will tell you nothing went in and nothing came out. Some of our lives, that is what it is. Nothing good is going in and nothing good is coming out. We are like Jericho locked up by the enemy and it looks so fortified. It looks like the wall is so strong. But listen to me, if you are willing to listen to the Lord, if you are willing to take instructions, Jericho can fall. Joshua went to the Lord and he lay before the Lord and God gave instructions and said, circumcise all the men. And that's the same thing God is telling every one of us here, circumcise your heart. Circumcision means taking the hardness out, making your heart sensitive to the things of the Spirit. Taking the things out that are preventing you from seeking after God. On your own, circumcising your heart. When he circumcised all the men, it was painful. They had to wait for some days to heal. When God takes away some things from you, it's going to be painful. But until you do that, you will not see the commander of the Lord's army. Mareko shikataraba. After he circumcised the men and they all healed, that's when he could see the commander of the Lord's army. And that's when he got instructions that said, go around. Again, it didn't make sense. Go around the wall the first day. Go around the wall second time the second day. But on the seventh day, go around seven times. You think, we read these things and we just say, nice. But do you think... Do you think that was fun for these men with their armor and everything to be walking around the wall? And what do you think? The Jericho people were looking at them, look at all these foolish people, just walking around. I thought we we all came to fight us. In, In the instructions of God, no matter how foolish they are, that's where your manifestation is. Hear me, that. Your manifestation is going to be in instructions that don't make sense. That will tell you to do things that you will be saying, how can that be? But that is where your manifestation is going to be. They walked around exactly what God told them to do. Get the ark before you, and the ark represents the word of God. Have the word of God before you, and then have the priest to be behind the ark. In your home, um, all these men looking at me, you are the priest of your home. Make sure you are covering your family as the priest of the home, because for manifestation to happen, everyone has to take their place. The men take your place. The women take your place. The children take your place if they cannot be men and the women be the priest over at your home and take help your children and cover your children. That's how the manifestation came. That's how the manifestation came. The ability to hear from God, the ability to receive divine instructions. I can't, I, I can't go on and on. Naaman, that's the same thing that happened Noah. He was not an architect. He was not a weatherman. But he heard the Lord. And the Bible says nobody was as righteous as Noah. He was in the spirit. And so he could hear when the Lord said, build an ark. And he could hear a man like you and I. He could hear clear directions. Let this be this number of centimeters. Let it be this wide. Let it. He's never seen an ark before. He's never heard seen rain. There's never been rain before. And God told him it was going to rain. And it didn't take one year. It took a hundred years to build that ark. But that man stayed in the spirit and built an ark. And when the rain came, the Bible says the heaven gave the rain and the earth gave the rain and the rain that was destroying everybody else is the same rain that raised up Noah and his family do you hear what I'm saying? when you receive instructions from God everybody around you can be destroyed but God will raise you up the same circumstance that is destroying them is the same circumstance that will raise you up but all the key is to have ears that can hear to have eyes that can see. And to have a heart that can discern the voice of God and the voice of the enemy. It's important. In 2024. It's important. In 2024, Hannah was looking for a child. And you're told, if I'm looking for a child and, and my, my, my maid has all the children I don't have, I, I will be sad. That's normal. And all they're telling me is, don't be sad. And that's what's going to give me a child. So some of you, God might just tell you every Sunday from now on, be the one dancing like a crazy person here. That's where your manifestation will come. And you're going to say, oh, it's only Pastor Angela that does that. You better come out and listen and do what God tells you to do. God's ways are mysterious. Never make sense. Back to Ezekiel, verse 10, and I'll end. So so I prophesied and breathed as I was commanded, that's important. I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath came into them, and they lived and stood on their feet. I want to be on my feet. I want you to be on your feet. We're tired of being on our backs, tired of fighting. The year 2024 is a year of rest. It's a year of stability on your feet. An exceeding... I love the Bible. He didn't just say a great army. He put that word in front to let you know, describe the kind of person that you are going to be in 2024. It says an exceeding... When you're standing on your feet, you're not wobbling. You're going to be standing on your feet exceedingly Great more exceedingly abundantly above all that you even think can happen let me tell you what i'm believing god for so maybe i can challenge your faith i'm believing god that in the next two years we are going to start building Amen. that's what i'm believing god for we're going to start the clinic is going to do some I'm telling you what I'm singing don't ever discount yourself don't ever say oh the ark fellowship Mm -mm. if not why not us why not us why not you are you ready to believe God with me for 2024 I want you all to stand to your feet if you have something you're saying God you must do this for me 2024 come here in the front let us believe God together I want the musicians to come back up here. And at the end of the year, let me tell you something. I want testimonies. You are listening to Sister Grace's testimony last week. Everybody stood on their feet. We are going to be having multiples of that in 2024. And when God does it for you, I want you to call and say, you know what? I want to record my testimony for the whole world to see. God will do it in 2024. God will do it in 2020. It is not by your power, it is not by your mind. You don't even you don't have what it takes. You don't have it. But if you only listen to what God will be instructing you to do in 2024, I promise you God will do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think. Are you all believing with me? Just raise your hands god we are in faith together all of us we are together lord in this you told me lord that you are going to do some great and mighty things among the men the women the families and the ark fellowship god we trust you god we trust you god we trust you father there are conditions in our lives oh god that not only are they many, but they are dry, very dry. Life has gone out. And it seems impossible that things will ever change. But God, we thank you that you are the God of the. everything is possible with you. You are the God of our possibilities. And so, Lord God, this morning we all stand before you, me included. And Father, I say that all that you have spoken, all that you have shown me for the Ark Fellowship, I decree and declare that it will be according to what your word has said for all of us. We will see manifestations of good in our lives. We will see manifestations of good in our marriages. We will see manifestations of good in our families, in our children, in our jobs, in our businesses, in whatever you put our our hands to do. We will see great and mighty manifestations in the name of Jesus. Father, we are excited. We are excited about the things that you have in store for us. Lord, we say thank you for the great and mighty things that you will do. We look forward to seeing you manifest in our lives. And Lord, we decree and declare that the enemy will not come near our homes. That the enemy will not come near our children. That the enemy will not come near our marriages. That the enemy will not come near our jobs. That the enemy will not come near our church in the name of Jesus. Father, we say to you, be all the praise. To you, be all the glory. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Father. Let's go into the new year with rejoicing. Knowing that God is on our side. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you. I bless your people, God. Thank you for your favor that goes with us. Lord, we are not living your presence. We are carrying your presence with us. And everywhere we go this week, everywhere we go this year, we will infect it with our presence. We will infect it with your goodness in our lives. And we say to you, be all the praise. To you, be all the glory. And the people of God, shouted. Amen. Oh happy new year Woo!